Good morning and welcome fellow sovereigns. Uh, I've had a lot of a lot of scattered things going through my mind today, but I think somehow they all relate. So I'm going to start with the start and just see if how many of them I dredge will pick up as, as we go along. So it started, so I've just got, I'm standing by the river and there's this, um, it's not a swan, cormorant. Quite fascinating, picking up fish. Anyway, so we see how many fish we pick up today. <laughs> and so it started with, I don't normally watch TV in the morning, but I put it on for five minutes just to see if there's a world out there. And there wasn't, except uh, Susan Kelman, the uh, Scottish comedian. She was doing a, a thing about sea on, was it? South on sea or whatever it is in Essex. Anyway, she uh, joined the Blue Tit group which is a group of people, I think they said there's about, I don't know, hundreds of thousands, thousands of them around the world, of groups. And so the idea is you go swimming in when it's really cold, and that's all there is to it. And you do it as a group in general. It's a very kind of social thing, and you make friends, rah 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 But the thing that struck me was that apparently when you go into the water, it's really cold. I mean, it's for us Kiwis, it's always cold in England, but this was about 12 degrees, I think, and that's just insane for me. And the trick is, when you go in, you don't do the normal shock thing. So what happens when we get a shock? We immediately, <gasps> and our chest rises, which is like, and they didn't say it, she didn't say this on TV, but it's like a, an instinctual thing that when we get a shock it's almost like we try and stop the experience or the emotion going below our upper chest we and we kind of hold it up here hold the experience up here and so they were saying that when you go into the cold water you don't do that you breathe normally you relax and they didn't explain how to breathe normally but I would take on the basic the yoga thing that, and so many other um, practices is breathing into the stomach breathe into the diaphragm not into the chest and when you do that it's actually a really enjoyable experience so the breath can be taken in, in different ways and when we take the breath down to the bottom of our stomach by pushing our stomach out rather than our chest out the whole experience is taken in a more wholesome way. And it's not the shock thing. Because when we have a shock, it's almost like we're telling ourselves we won't absorb this experience. We won't take it in, but we do. And so what happens is the experience goes into held in our stomach, we're told, by some people. And so, <clears throat> which is, and if we leave it there, if we don't, allow it to come out at some stage in some way, then of course all sorts of stomach, cancer, liver, whatever, things can occur. That Some people say that. Um, I feel it's true because I've experienced the difference when I learnt yoga and one of the many times we had to basically lie on the floor with one hand on our chest, one hand on our stomach and to make sure that the hand on our chest didn't move. That the only hand that was moving was the one on our stomach. And of course, playing, I learnt the bagpipes, 
couldn't do it now, but I played the saxophone for a long time and I had to, had to do the same thing, had to breathe into my stomach. It's almost like the... And I know that uh, like psychologists and therapists and counsellors and all that often suggest that when we're reliving an old um, experience, something that we've held in our, in our system somehow, some say it's held in the stomach, who knows? If we, when we're retelling the story or reliving the story, if we continue to breathe from the bottom, it will bring up tears and it will bring up the emotions, but it will release them because that's where they are. And if we breathe down into the emotion where it is, that will help then allow it to come out. Whereas if we continue short breathing, that negative experience stays down in the down further in the in the body and so it just seemed to be and what they were saying with the blue tit group <laughs> it's a lovely name isn't it the blue tits because uh, that's what you get when you go into cold water <laughs> and what they're saying is when we put ourselves into stress like that cold water and we do it uh, in a healthy way Everything else disappears. All our grumpiness and worries about the world out there. When we go into this, and the, what's his another name? There's another guy who does it from Norway, I think he is. Um, Wim, Ho- Wim Hof. He has, he's got a big thing about going into cold water. And so, when we go into a stressful situation purposely, i.e. this cold water, and we do it in a healthy way we go into presence we go into the now moment everything else goes away everything else is lost and we breathe deeply into it and keep breathing deeply into it when we are in the cold water or whatever it is we choose to stress ourselves with and um, I don't know I just feel like we've forgotten to stop and take a breath and when we stop and take a breath like going into the cold water the trivialities of the world go away as they said on this what Susan said and she was feeling grumpy when she went in and she just stopped feeling grumpy even after she came out she just felt higher and lighter And I don't know if this is what's going on, but I suspect that we have stopped and forgotten to stop and take a breath. And I saw a a quote from Winston Peters, who's a New Zealand uh, Member of Parliament. And he was talking about the, the, the current census that some New Zealanders are filling in. And he was saying how irrelevant the questions are. It was all about what do you identify as and all of that. And he said this so many much bigger issues that we should be asking about but we're talking we're asking questions about trivialities and I think when we stop taking a breath when we stay in tension when we stay in stress all the time we lose we lose perspective we lose the real truth of who we are and what we're here for 
and we worry about unworryable things. <laughs> it's a stupid word, <laughs> but the things that we really shouldn't be worrying about. I'm just going to change this around because it is quite a nice view here. Just it's going to work by the river. <sighs> And it seems that when we take a deep breath, when we keep taking a deep breath, the perspective, the true perspective of life, say the word, the true perspective makes itself known to us. What's really important? So when we hold our breath at the top, when we stress and strain and worry, the, the small things become big things. When we stop doing that, when we breathe deeply, when we stop and breathe deeply, somehow the bigger things become more apparent. The things like peace and simplicity and connection and true communication. And this is my, how could I not take a deep breath when I'm standing here by this beautiful Wairau River? So it's just my suggestion to myself today, and you're welcome to take it on to start breathing or continue breathing into the bottom of your soul, into the bottom of your body, and let the breath from the bottom release what's in the bottom of your soul of your body and the train just went by and tooted in agreement so all is well and all is true and so i wish you the breath of life and i bless you and all who sail in her